Welcome to the Victorious Life TV broadcast. I'm Lisa Boldo, and it's such a joy to be with you. And I'm excited about this topic that the Lord put on my heart. And I, you know, I just felt it so strongly. And so I'm, I'm just super excited to bring to you what God has for you this very day and, you know, just for your life. So I'm going to dive right in. And in this broadcast, I'm talking about three keys to defeat fear, doubt, and unbelief. You know, and when the Lord put this on my heart, he was showing me that so many Christians are defeated because they partner with fear, doubt, and unbelief. So I want to give you, you know, three keys tonight that can help you to defeat that. This is what God wants. God wants you to live a victorious life. Christian life. And this is the mandate that he's given me to spread the good news, to be a light in the dark places, and to help the multitudes to live in victory. And that is why I do these broadcasts. This is why I do what I do to help you. So in any event, so, and, and you know, just right off the bat, the way that you defeat fear, doubt, and unbelief, and I'm going to go deeper and give you three keys, but You've got to abide in Jesus. And I see you guys jumping on. So welcome, welcome. Good evening. Good evening. So, and I, I would say all your names, but you know, then I wouldn't want to miss anybody. But anyway, so we've got to abide. I mean, this is, this is huge, right? Abiding in Christ. And what does it mean to abide? If you are abiding, I mean, you could say, well, I abide at, and it's your address or where do you abide? Where do you live? Where do you reside? That's what it means. And so when you are abiding in Christ, it means that you have the realization that he's in you. He's in you. You're in him, right? Jesus said, the father is in me. I'm in the father, right? And so we are in Jesus. Jesus is in us. If you are born again, Christ is in you. You are in him. So, you know, Jesus said that it was the father in him that did the works. And he says, you know, especially in, in John chapter 15, he says, apart from me, you can do nothing. So why are we all stressed out so many times, right? And I don't want to speak that, you know, I, I'm trying to be very careful of my words, but why are so many Christians living stressed out, right? So this is what we're going to get into. And I think this is not, I think, I know this is going to bless your socks off because God gave me the whole download and I was just writing as fast as I could. It was great. So we know that when, when, G, when you become born again, when you ask Jesus to be the Lord of your life, right? And I always talk about this Galatians 4, 6, God sends the spirit of his son to live in you. Okay. That means at that point, your spirit and the Lord's spirit become one. 1 Corinthians 6.17 says that he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with the Lord. So that means that you are now in him and he is in you. And when you are truly, truly abiding in Jesus, that means that you are living in a place of rest, of confidence, because your mind, you know, we walk and we live knowing that he's in us. It's not a place of striving and, oh, you got to pray for more power. No, this is the beauty of the Holy Spirit in you, Christ in you. You just live and you let him live through you. You still have your part because you still have to speak. You know, if, if someone's in front of you that needs healing, you still have to lay hands. You've got to speak. You've got to take the actions, but you're not striving. You're just letting 
Christ live through you, right? So uh, let me just see here. If you, I just want to, I don't want to miss anything, right? But you know what? The Holy Spirit knows. And so we're just going to, you know, we can all get to this place because Jesus said it. He said, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, or if you remain in me, my words remain in you, you can ask what you will and it would be done for you. If we are abiding in him, of course, you know, because we're going to let him live through us and whatever we do, it's going to be in accordance with his will. And that's why Jesus said, you know, whenever you pray, believe that you have received God is such a good God. He's such a good father. The apostle Paul said in Galatians 2.20, I've been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I live in the body now, I live by faith in the son of God. Being consciously aware in everything you do and everywhere you go and living, you know, just in your day to day, at your job, you know, at school, wherever you are, shopping, wherever you are, knowing you're not alone. Christ is in you at any moment ready to release or to minister to somebody or, and you don't even have to think about what you're going to say. Yes, you want to know God's word because the Holy Spirit will call to your remembrance scriptures and he'll tell you what to do and it will line up with his word. Oh, praise God. And listen, the enemy, we know his tools. I actually want to get into that too. But so first, key number one, in order to have victory, right? And I mean victory 24-7. Doesn't mean that you'll never have a stressful day. Jesus said in the world, you will have tribulation or trouble. He said, but rejoice because I have overcome the world. Okay, so first, to live this life of victory in every area of your life, okay? You have to know who you are. You have to know who you are. This is key, right? You get born again, but you got to know who you are and who you belong to. We always hear, you know, everybody talking about your identity in Christ. You've got to know your identity. You've got to know your identity. Why is that so important? Because that is where the devil will attack. That is where the devil will attack you. I'm telling you, you have to know that once you become born again and Christ is in you, guess what? You are now God's son or daughter, literally. Literally, you know, I have a friend who um, she was going to, she had a stage three cancer, you know, she was healed. And, but every time she has to go to a doctor, she gets a little nervous, but she's like, no, but I, and I, I, I said to her, we were at breakfast a couple weeks ago. I said, you are God's child. And, and you know, I'm just very passionate. I'm not yelling at anybody, but I said to her, you are God's child. He has you. He has you. He has all that concerns you. You don't have to fear anything, nothing, because Jesus has given you authority over all the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means harm you. And if something is harming you, the Lord spoke this to me so clearly one day. He said, it's because you're not using the authority that I've given you. Okay, so back to key number one, you have to understand who you are. You are a child of the most high God. You have the same rights that Jesus does. Listen, because he's in you now, right? When he paid the price, when he died on that cross for you, he left you his inheritance. You are literally a joint heir, a sibling of Jesus, God's child. That means that when you've got 24-7 access to God, your father. And I mean, you need to look at him like, 
I, 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 I'm getting ahead of myself, but I look at him as he is my big daddy in the sky. He watches over me. He sees me. Everything I do, he sees me. He, he's protecting me. He cares for me. And I'm telling you, when you get a revelation that you really and truly are God's child, I am telling you right now, you will become so confident and so you know, when, when the world throws things at you, you'll be like, daddy, and it's okay to do that. I do it, right? It's, it, you, you, you go to God and he'll remind you, the Holy Spirit will remind you, I'm in you. You have authority. You don't need to fear. You, you know, you, you have the keys to the kingdom. You have the power to bind and loose. Oh my gosh. Okay. So, okay. Your joint air. Mm, I just don't want to miss anything. Jesus said in John 14, 12, that if you believe, you will do the same works that he did and even greater works, right? I think in my mind, sometimes I think, well, you know, more works because he went to be with the father, but greater. I mean, there's going to be things that we see in our day that, I mean, I'm just saying the Lord didn't have the internet. We are able to reach people all over the world with his word. It's beautiful. And actually that was how he told, what he told me to do. Cause I remember I was like, but Lord, you know, how would I reach the people? You know, and the Lord said to me years ago before internet video was even anything, he spoke to me and he said, internet video, internet video, internet video. And I was like, whoa. And I remember Googling and researching and I couldn't really find anything because this was a long time ago. But his word um, does not return void, right? When you believe and you stand, it happens. So in any event, all right. So, you know, when we're little kids and you hear little kids say, well, my daddy will whoop your daddy. My daddy's stronger than your daddy. Well, you know what? Like a little child, think of God as your big, strong, heavenly father. It's like, psh, you don't want to mess with me because you don't know who my dad is. I am so serious. This is how we need to think of God, our father. And I'm telling you, it, it warms his heart. Think about it. If, you know, not everybody had or has, a, you know, or has had, you know, a great earthly father, but God he is amazing. And Jesus was the express image of him. He said, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father, and you saw the goodness of Jesus, anyone that came to him. Just picture your big daddy, God. He's your father. And I'm telling you, there's nothing that, that he doesn't want to do for you. And Jesus has already given us. He's our model. He's our role model. And he's given you every single thing you need. Okay, so get a picture of Jesus, God's son in you, in you. You know what? The light of the world lives in you. And Jesus said in Matthew 5, 14, he said, you are the light of the world and like a city on a hilltop that cannot be hidden. You are the light of the world. Why? Because the light of the world, Christ lives in you, literally, literally in you. Okay. John 4, 4 says, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. So you want to make sure that you get, get this picture of Jesus really, really in you because he is right. Okay. And just remember that just as God responds to Jesus as his son, God responds to you as his son or daughter too, as well. Okay. Here's the truth. 
And you can bring glory to God the Father just like Jesus did when he walked the earth just by doing the will of the Father. What is the will of the Father? His word is his will. Look at what Jesus did and just go after being like him. You know, I haven't arrived, but I tell you, I'm going after this with everything I have because I want to make my daddy proud and I want to honor my Lord Jesus and what he did. And you can do the same thing. Okay, so fear, doubt and unbelief. Listen carefully. Fear, doubt and unbelief are the devil's tools. They're the devil's tools to try to move you, to get you to question, is God really for me? Does God even love me? Does God even see me? Or am I just lost in this big old world and he just doesn't even notice me, right? That's the devil's tool to try to get you to question, what did he do to Jesus if you're the son of God, right? Listen, his tricks aren't new. You have to know his tricks, his, the wiles of the devil, right? So you can stand against him, fight and win. Why? Because the one who lives in you, Christ, has already overcome him. And he's given you everything you need to do the same. You don't need to fear anything. You, you know, you don't. You do not have to live in fear of anything. Listen, all of us go through times of discouragement or a hard time or things that come against us. Oh my gosh, I've had technical difficulties like you would not believe for the last, it seems like a week and a half. This morning it was something else, like out of nowhere. And these are things that that I was like, Lord, I, I know I have to deal with this, but help me to stay in peace. You know, it, for you, it might be a bill. It might be something financial. It might be a relationship. It might... But the key is to get quiet before the Lord and say, Lord, I choose to stay and rest. I trust you and I ask you for wisdom, Lord. And if, and if, you're, um, if it depends on someone else that needs to help you, like a technician or I don't know, whatever, you know, Lord, give them wisdom. Help me to connect with the right person, right? We've got to be here for each other to help lift each other, especially when another believer might be wavering in their faith. Like with my friend who had to go to the doctors, I just gently, gently, but passionately reminded her, you are God's child. He has you, you know? So in any event, all right. So again, if you see, because if the devil can get you to partner with fear, doubt, or unbelief, then your victory is broken. And the, and the danger of that is that once you feel like you're defeated, like you've, you've meditated on those thoughts, right, that the devil has thrown at you, and next thing you know, you're like, oh my gosh. And then you start thinking of all these possible outcomes of fear and failure, you know, and the enemy gets you to look at either your circumstances or the past. You have, you know, there's nothing else to, to, to throw at you. It's or imaginations of something horrible happening, right? This is what he tries to get you to do. He tries to get you to look away from Jesus and to get your eyes on the circumstances. Because if he can get you to do that and you partner, or when I say partner, I mean you agree with fear, right? Doubt or unbelief. And if you agree with that long enough, you don't catch yourself right? Then you're going to start speaking it. Then you're going to start acting on it and you're going to get others to agree with you. There's the danger because you already know how powerful agreement is too, right? When you get two believers together, but listen, faith in the wrong thing, 
that's detrimental, you know, and you don't, you don't have to do that. You've got to understand that anytime that your peace is disturbed, your thoughts are not on Jesus. You've taken your eyes off of your King, right? Your, your Lord, your God, your big daddy in the sky, the Holy Ghost, and you've taken your eyes off of the Lord, off of the word, off, off of the one that you say sits on the throne of your heart. And you've gotten them off of him and onto your circumstances, onto fear, doubt, unbelief, you know, possible outcomes of failure or thinking about the past or imaginings of horrible things happening. You've gotten your eyes off the wrong, you know, off, off of, you've gotten your eyes off of the right thing, which is the Lord. Okay. So again, this is why, you know, you have to be careful about what you're thinking about and catch it, right? Second Corinthians 10, four and five, cast down any imaginations that try to exalt themselves or put themselves higher than the word of God. You got to cast them down. Listen, it happens to all of us where we start, a thought comes and we're like, hmm, you can't fight thoughts with thoughts. You have to fight thoughts out loud with words, right? So if you catch yourself and your peace is starting to be disturbed, now you've moved out of the supernatural, right? Living in victory and your, your focus on Christ in you. You've moved from a place of victory to a place of potential defeat if you stay there. No, stay in victory by casting the thought down and saying no. I don't receive that. You got to say it out loud and say, no, I trust you, Lord. I trust you, Lord. And here's the key to unwavering faith. Don't consider anything but God's word. Don't listen to any other voice. The voice of the stranger, the voice of a friend, a well-meaning friend. You know, no, no. You want to stay in a place of victory. And let me tell you something. Sometimes that means just you and God. Because if you can't get somebody else to agree with you or you know that they don't have the faith that you're trying to have, you get alone with God. You and God are the majority. You and God. Okay? Christ in you. He'll, he'll, let me tell you something. Your agreement with God is everything. It's everything. Okay? And you will, you will be in a place of victory. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, I don't have anybody, you know, maybe to agree with me or I, I, I just, I'm like, Sometimes you just got to go to God yourself and well, a lot of times, and that's actually where you should go first. And here's the thing. When I say go to God, remember he's in you. You want to live in that place of, um, unbroken victory, focus on Christ in you. Again, it's not a place of striving. You never have to strive. Okay. You don't have to strive. So number two, remember that God's word works all the time, it works the same way for everybody. All the time, God is not a respecter of persons. He doesn't pick and choose. I'm going to heal you. I'm not going to heal you. No, no. Jesus already paid for your healing. I'm just using healing as an example, okay? He already paid for it. He's given you the tools. He's given you the keys to the kingdom, right? And if we sit there and we meditate on the wrong thing or we get our eyes off the Lord and we start going in that other direction and partnering or agreeing with fear, doubt, unbelief, and then we start speaking it and then we start because you're believing it and you're speaking it, it's going to happen. 
you gotta, you gotta catch yourself. I'm telling you, these are the keys. You want to stay in a place of victory over fear, doubt, and unbelief. This is how you do it. Okay. God's word always works. Always the same way for everyone all the time. When you choose God's word and when you choose to, to say, no, this is it. And you, this is how you resist the devil, right? And he'll flee from you. How did Jesus defeat the, the devil in the wilderness? It is written. No, get out of here. It is written. And Jesus stood. He knew his authority. You got to know your authority. Okay. So if we, again, I keep trying to get this sentence out, but if you sit there and you entertain thoughts of fear, doubt, and unbelief, and you start speaking it and you start acting on it and you start getting others to agree with you, knowing or unknowingly, your victory is broken. And that's not God's fault. Okay not God's fault. Okay. God's given to us. He's given you his word, right? His name, his spirit, his blood covenant, his authority over all the power of the devil. And he said, nothing shall by any means harm you. Luke 10, 19, use what's been given to you. And Matthew 16, 19, right? Jesus said, and I'll give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven, whatever, whatever. That means whatever, right? Whatever you forbid on the earth will be forbidden in heaven. And whatever you permit, whatever you allow on the earth will be allowed. That's some authority that Jesus gave us, you know? And so many people, right? We walk around and we're like, we don't understand the authority that we've been given. We don't understand who we are, who we belong to, and the authority that we've been given. We have a choice every day of our lives, right? To either glorify God by doing what Jesus did and let's model him. And listen, if you're feeling a little weak in your faith, go to God. If you need, you know, another person, listen, we all need our brothers and sisters in Christ. We've got to help the ones who are wavering around us if they need help, right? And so now if somebody is crying to you for help, but you, and you're, you're trying to help them, but they're just not doing anything for themselves. Well, then you just got to leave them be. And say, listen, um, this is what the word says, but it's up to you. And that's it. You know what? That's it. All right. And then number three, our part is to make sure that we're abiding in him. And I mentioned that at the very beginning of the broadcast, right? John 16, 33, Jesus said, these things I have spoken to you that in me, you might have peace in the world. You'll have tribulation, right? But be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. And 1 John 5, 3 through 5 says regarding overcoming the world. For this is the love of God that we keep his commandments and his commandments are not burdensome. There's only two. Love God and love people. Right? And his commandments are not burdensome because everyone born of God, everyone who is born of God, that means when you're born again and God, you have God's spirit now in you. He said, everyone who is born of God overcomes the world. You've got Christ in you. You can say no to anything the world throws at you. You can say no to sickness. You can command, you know, healing, but you got to believe. You take God at his word and say, no, I choose to believe God. I'm telling you, this is the key to unwavering faith is you don't consider any other voice. No agreement with anything except God's word. I'm, I promise you. That is how you abide in Christ and you let him abide in you and you bring God, your father, so much glory through the son just by letting the son live through you. Oh my gosh. 
praise the Lord. And so our focus has to be on Jesus and believe that God really is your father. I'm telling you, I think about God, my heavenly father throughout my day. I think about him all the time. You know, just today I was, I was just having, you know, a couple times today, I was thinking about my mom, you know, um, my birthday's coming up in a couple of days. And I, I was thinking about how, you know, this would be like the first, my first birthday, like I'm not hearing from her. And I was thinking about how, you know, like she gave birth to me. Like I love my mom. And, but yet then, you know, and I just was crying and, but I was like, daddy, daddy, you know, and I was just, oh, you know, but then I think about her up there and, and, you know, and that gives me peace. But I'm just saying, my point is that I, I, I just was like, daddy, you know, like father, you know, just, and the Holy Spirit is our comforter. So, you know, you can talk with God anytime, day or night. You have 24-7 access to God. If Christ abides in you, I promise you, you can live in victory 24-7. And that was the book that I wrote back, um, it was a while ago, but it was called, It Can Be Done, You Can Live in Victory 24-7. So that's just, you know, that's what God's given me. And, but he's given it to you. This is your inheritance as a child of God. And so when you get that serious revelation about God truly being your father, your whole entire life will change and you will have this confidence and this boldness that that you may not have had before. It's, it, you know, it, it, I say it, he is real. I say it's real, you know, that the knowing is real. You have to know, you have to believe and you, and you will receive. I'm telling you, mm, God, your father loves you so much. He loves you with an everlasting love. Just think about what Jesus did for you, right? Praise God. You know, I want to just leave you with one last thing. People are living all stressed out today. And they're living stressed out because they're worrying about tomorrow, about next week, about, you know, next month. And you don't have the grace for tomorrow yet. You don't have the grace for it yet. So, you know, my husband Mike and I, we were just talking about this, how, you know, if we, if we think about everything we have to do tomorrow or, you know, next week, the overwhelm alone would make you physically exhausted. But Jesus said, don't do that. Don't do that, right? People, you don't have the grace for it. Jesus said in Matthew 6, 33 through 34, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? His way of doing and being, let him live through you. And all these things will be added to you. But verse 34, Matthew 6, 34. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Today has enough trouble of its own, right? He's only given you the grace for today. So don't live in tomorrow. Don't live all stressed out. Don't live in the past. Live today. Okay, so we have two minutes left, but I don't want to leave anybody else out um, if you've never been born again. But do me a favor if these broadcasts, you know, have been, have impacted you, maybe you've received healing, maybe your faith has become stronger, send a message to me at info at lisaboldo.com. I want to know how has the broadcasts impacted you? I've been doing them for, um, I guess, almost three years now. I mean, I, I just, I'm trying to think. 
2017, two and a half years. April would be three years, but I started November. Anyway, so November 2016, I did the first healing conference online. And then the Lord, you know, you know when you're faithful with a little, he gives you more. So in any event, let me know how the broadcasts have impacted you. And make sure that you share this with, with others. Let's advance God's kingdom together. But if you've never made Jesus the Lord of your life and you want to, so you also can have God as your heavenly father and have everything that Jesus paid the price and died to give you. Of course, he's not dead. He's alive forevermore at the right hand of the father, but he sent the Holy Spirit here to live in us on the earth. Okay. And so just repeat after me, mean it with your whole heart and just say, Lord Jesus, I am a sinner. Remember, if you're born again, your Bible says you're a saint. I believe that you died on the cross for me and you paid for my sins forever. Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins. Lord, I, kn I know that God the Father raised you on the third day and you are alive now and you live forever. Come into my heart, Lord Jesus. Take my life and make it what you want me to be. I ask you to baptize me in your Holy Spirit and let me be on fire for you so I can be an effective witness for you in the earth. Oh, Father, I thank you right now. Lord Jesus, I thank you. And I receive you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Welcome to the family of God. I love you. I bless you in Jesus' name. And I will see you again. Thanks for watching The Victorious Life. God bless you. All right. Talk to you soon.